It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. TMS is brought to you daily by the support of our patrons at Patreon.com slash TMS, like Strange One, Rob Bolander, and Alex Mitchell. Coming up on TMS... Poetry of the Poultry. Self-cooking chicken. Venture engines. 80% ibit. Outright. The puberty angle. Living in a damned onion. Report deaths for tax incentives. Ballcock not included. Who names their toilets? 2038. Nice. Tesla. Rise of the machine. Raw meat for speedrunners. Rob Lowe on the floor. <laughs> I think I said speedrunners. That's fine, though. Your killer white cell count. Sincerely, Steve. David Cop- David Copperfield and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. This is Blinky Blinky Girl. She has over 10,000 views on Instagram, 6,800 on TikTok, and is up and coming on Meta and X. Who would like to own this influencer? We'll start the bidding at 20. 20, do I hear 20? There's 20, do I hear 25? 25, let's hear 25. 25, 30, 25 from Mattel Toys. The Morning Stream. Sometimes I can and sometimes I can't. Who gives a damn? Hello, everybody. Welcome to TMS. It is The Morning Stream for January 4th, 2024. I'm Scott Johnson, and that is Brian Ibbett. Hi, Brian Ibbett. Hello, back from the dead. Da- back from the deep, dark hole you found yourself in. <laughs> Deck from the bed, that's right. Uh, uh, Brian was sick. A little, but... little voicey voice problem, but uh, yeah. I'd say I'm, I'm, you know, 80% now. 80's so good? I like 80. You know. 80's great. Yeah. I, was probably, I was probably down to 55 yesterday. Oh my. I'd say 55. That's yeah. pretty... I mean, 55 is pretty low. That's, you know. It's pretty low. So I this felt, is, like, felt this, like crap. This is a good jump back, though, then. This is a, a fine, what's the word? Yeah, um, like a little 24-hour yeah. deal. Recovery. I don't know that uh, yeah, 20. So was that how long it took for Tina, or is it different for her? Um, actually, time? I was a little bit quicker than Tina. Not that I'm bragging, but. Uh, mm, uh, yeah. yeah. That's great. Take that, <laughs> Tina. Uh, well, I hope she's feeling better, too, because, you know. She is. Yeah, she's. Uh, she is it's just the occasional uh cough for her and um uh so far so far the cough has been really intermittent for me i've got my hand very uh, close to the the cough switch if i need to use it but for mm. the most part it's it's 
been very, very occasional. Well, good. Well, thank you, nature, for being less harsh than you probably wanted to be. You know <laughs> what I mean? Sometimes they want to get nature you. Nature was sometimes... nicer to me than it usually is, my yeah. friends. Yes. Or your killer right. white cell count was just on fire this week. It just was like not having it. You know? That's right. That's right. Well, you think Maybe you could just walk through the front up. door and you're, you're going to go John Wick on its ass. Nice job. That's right. Exactly. There is some, uh, speaking of John Wick, the director of John Wick, who a lot of people think is the next name in all things action films. Mm. Okay. I could see why you'd think that. The guy's very good at it, those John Wick movies. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. He says that he would he would direct that, uh, or direct these um, upcoming Blade movies in a heartbeat. Really? And it got me to thinking. They already got a dude, right? Well, they had a guy. Yeah. He got let go. They got another guy. That they went got Mahershali. You mean you mean for director? You for mean director. For, uh, for director. For director. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And this guy, uh, if they didn't have a director locked in, freaking Derek hire Colstad, By the way, yeah, hire that guy. His name. What hire else has guy. he done? Anything? Um, all the Wicks. Obviously, well, yeah, obviously all the Wick movies. But is there? I don't know. Uh, let's see here. Something called One in the Chamber back in 2012. That sounds fun. The package. Oh, he did uh, nobody. The the. Uh, um, he directed that. Odenkirk. Odenkirk thing. Yeah, executive producer and uh, and well, what's he film? Oh, writer for nobody. Oh, okay. I didn't think he directed it, but yeah, that makes sense though. Boy, those movies are a lot alike. So yeah, <laughs> they really are. So yeah, not a surprise. <laughs> Ilya Neischiller was the director on that one. Uh, yeah, I I look. Blade could use some. But actually, he he's writer. So. We got uh, Chad Stahelski or Tahelski is director on the um, uh, the uh, John Wick films. So oh. maybe that's when we were talking about a different guy. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, whoever that dude is, I just saw this interview and he yeah. was like, "Oh, I'd do Blade in a heartbeat." He goes, he says, and, yeah. and then I started thinking about some of the close quarters Blade combat you could do with that guy's directing style, and it could be awesome. Yeah. So go ahead and do it. I don't know. Fire whoever you got and put him in there. Keep Mahershal Ali. We're all set. We're ready. Let's go. Yeah. So if we're talking Chad Stahelski, then uh, this guy is just pretty much done John Wick, except he um, was second unit director, second unit, for Captain America Civil War. Mm. We all like that. Yeah. Birds of Prey, the Harley Quinn movie. Um, and that's it. And mostly stunt work, actually, for mm. everything else. Tons of stunt work. So he's a stunt He's a stunt like coordinator or actual stuntman. I think uh, looks like because that's it cool. Just, it's funny because it says stunt work. He was the Brandon Lee stunt double for uh, the Crow. Oops. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, I want to. <laughs> he was yeah, no kidding. He was Keanu Reeves stunt double for the Matrix. Oh, okay, that one replacements. worked out. That worked. Out. Uh, yeah, what that a, one did a lot better. Yeah, but also a lot of coordinators, fight coordinator, assistant stunt coordinator, very well, which, which makes sense. I mean, you look at those movies, and and you can pretty much say, you know, this is this is a movie directed by a stunt coordinator, and yeah. a fight coordinator. No, I, yeah, and it's maybe his best. You know, it's like all those guys that start in music videos and then have huge film careers. It's like yeah. just take a different path. Sounds good to yeah. me. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you're better. I'm glad uh, Blade is being made, and I'm glad it's. Uh, we're finally getting some snow today. I don't know if that's going to last, but we're. You know, this winter has been nothing so far, really. Yeah, yeah, for us too. Except the mountains. We're getting a lot in the mountains, which is good. Good for you uh, as well. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. Lots of skiing, skiing. Lots of good stuff. times up there. My dentist claims that he skied the other day. This is how cocky my dentist mm. is. He goes, 
he goes, so I'm up skiing, I'm boarding. He's snowboarding because, you know, a guy, he just turned 50 and he's feeling very, he's feeling his oats a little bit. Yeah, sure. So he's like, yeah, I'm up there and it's, you know, it's nice. It's like 38 degrees, really nice up there. So I'm not wearing gloves. I'm wearing just a light jacket and uh, just, you know, no hat. I'm just rocking it up there. And I said, oh, that's interesting. And he goes, yeah, and all these people came up there from uh, Arizona. They were in some group from Arizona, and they all were bundled up like they were going to die in the cold. (laughs) And I'm like, well, yeah, they're used to Phoenix temperatures. You know, you can't come up here and just expect it to be... You know, I don't know what. Right, you can't, you can't, you can't expect them to immediately adapt to the cold weather of uh, the mountains of Utah. Come on now. Mm-mm. My sister-in-law, every time they travel from there to here, even in the summer, she's like in a full-on jacket or sweater because she thinks this is cold when it's eighty-five compared to when it's you know, I guess because it is. It's a hundred million degrees down there. So they yeah. understand. They live in a damn onion uh, onion oven. I <laughs> I have that same problem when I go to uh, San Francisco. I feel like, eh, I'm from Colorado. San Francisco is going to be fine. Mm. And uh, just the, the, the dampness and the humidity of, of San Francisco, especially in the winter, yeah, is, is tough for a Coloradoan. Yeah. I don't like, I like the nice dry desert air. That's what I like. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, let's move on. We got some stuff. Um, I, yeah. had, I had a dream that was very weird. You may have made an appearance in it because I just I woke having the feeling that you were there. I can't. I don't know how to explain that, but I think you were in this dream. Okay. But all you right. were not the subject of the dream, which is this. So in my dream, and I have li- I have stopped trying to understand my dreams. Okay, everybody. So you can interpret them all you want, but I'm done with that futile exercise. I'm never going to understand have- my dreams. I'm looking at this description and I'm absolutely dumbfounded. So please. So there is a chicken in my dream, like a chicken, little, you know, bird. Regular sized chicken or a giant chicken? Like a regular chicken, like a like okay. you'd see in All a right. coop or whatever. And uh, it waddled, well, to start with, it kind of was just waddling around, making little pecky noises and all that kind of stuff. And then in the dream, the big moment is it pulls up in front of me, stops in its tracks, immediately catches on fire. Like just a just spontaneous woof. Yeah. Okay. Just right. chicken on fire. Imagine a chicken lit on fire. Yeah, maybe even yeah. gas to help it go. I don't know, but just a torch of a chicken. Just and then he sat there, pulled out a little tiny book, little tiny uh-huh. black book, while he's on fire, and read me poetry for what felt like hours. I'm sure it was minutes, maybe even moments, because that's how dreams are. They're they're like flash in the pan and I may have had it between 6.30 and 6.35. I don't know. But it felt like hours in there. And this flaming chicken just sitting there with a little black book reading me poetry. And I couldn't tell you any of the poems. But Uh it was was all stuff like, Together we fled from the place of yore and only found the locked door. And, you know, this kind of thing. All from a chicken on fire. That was was a really good uh, little rhyming couplet there, by the way. I'm pretty good with oars. I can get the oars done. Yeah. But uh, it was weird, and I don't, uh, I don't like it. No, sir, I don't. That's uh, man for somebody who doesn't drink. Uh, <laughs> maybe I need to. Maybe this is a sign. Maybe, yeah. You know, maybe maybe, maybe my drinking has has uh, dulled the sharp point that that would be my my dreams. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I don't know. I, I've I've thought about what, why I get these, and it's not like I'm doing anything crazy before bed. Like last night, especially, I was like, I'm going to go to bed sort of early. I think I was in, I think I was head to, head to pillow by 10. 
or something. Mm. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. I was like, I'm going to get some extra sleep. I'm going to, you know, whatever. And um, we had kind of a high pressure thing going yesterday with the weather. So I was feeling kind of headachy and stuff. I was like, just good, sure. good time to go to bed. Let's do it early. Everything's fine. Now, tell about 3.30 when I had to get up and pee. I had to pee. Uh, yeah. uh, no, no, no dreams, no nothing. That was fine. Just woke up, peed, went oh, back to really? bed. Oh, really? Okay. So, so this post, came late. Post pee. Yeah. I think it happened right before I woke up, honestly. Because I woke up yeah. at 6.50 and that's it was after the dream and then I just got up. It's like, well, I'm not staying in bed after this. So it really did feel like one of those dreams that felt long but probably got inserted into my subconscious like a minute before I woke up. I don't know. There's there's definitely a weird correlation between the things that you typically draw and the things that you dream about. Yeah, like maybe. Your, your imagination works. Like it basically, it's the same road those trucks drive down, basically. is like, because um, uh, I can see you drawing a chicken on fire reading poetry. <laughs> yeah, it's not too far. Well, see, that's another question, and I hate to use the metaphor given the proximity to what we're talking about, but what came first, the chicken or the egg? Do the dreams inspire yeah. the drawings, or do the drawings inspire the dreams? I don't know. You know, I don't you know, necessarily think that they it, one inspires the other. I think that your your fount of creativity uh whether it is is producing things that escape out your your hands into a pencil onto a piece of paper or uh with your eyes closed in the middle of the night i think it's like it is it is the geyser from which all of this spews forth so i'm yeah so i'm i'm really let's 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 give it a a, a puberty angle here Oh jeez! <laughs> no, let's not. But the yeah. point, the point is, like, it's. I a, think it all spurts out from the same place. <laughs> but it's yeah. like, uh, you you gotta you gotta get you gotta vent your engines, right? Right, exactly. Well, and I think, and I think you vent your engines whether you're drawing them or dreaming them. Yeah, but I, I think it that. all, you know. Uh, and I wonder if that's the same case for a lot of artists. If um, if you, um, well, you know, I, I can't imagine. I can't imagine the family circle. Bill Keen, all he dreams about is our little dotted lines all over the city from the path that he took that day. Yeah. But, uh, um, but I think that you know they're probably like Gary Larson. I would assume would have he probably nutty dreams, dreams like yeah. you do. Yeah, yeah. He probably gets up and writes them down, and that's where his best day probably, stuff came from. Yeah, yeah. It's possible. Sometimes it feels like full blown mental illness when you're looking at a chicken on fire talking poetry. But sure, sure. I don't know, man. And then I'm, it's you know I'm fine for the rest of the day. It's not like I'm sitting around going, ah, chickens are on fire. You know, like I don't, I don't have day, I don't daydream these things. But lately, sure. nighttime's just funky. Well, anyway, That's I weird. can't wait to hear everyone's interpretations. Uh, please feel free to send them in. <laughs> Here's uh, what it means: you had rotisserie chicken for lunch. That's right. Uh, we got a text from Steve. His name is Sincere Steve. Sincere Steve. Oh, yeah. I would have like never, that. I'd have never questioned his sincerity until now. But now, yeah. I, now yeah. I do. Because this makes me think this is an alter ego of Steve's, and he's not always sincere. I don't know. <laughs> but he says, Dear Scott and Brian, I am delighted to inform you that in 2024, everybody born in 1962 will turn 62. Love Whoa. the numbers, though, Steve. Wow. Do we know anyone? That is, uh, Who do we know? Do we know any uh, tadpoolers? Any 62-year-olds? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know I either. mean, I'm guessing that sincere Steve... Sincere Steve must be 62, otherwise he wouldn't be thinking about this. Oh, maybe. Or he's close to it yeah. or something. 
Um, what year do we turn 69? What year do the people born in 69 turn 69? Is oh, that, uh, let's find out. Uh, like 15 years from now, is that right? Uh, so, is that right? Jeez. Um, so in uh, um, 38, 2038? Uh, is that right? Is that right? Let's see. Web seems to confirm. You are correct on the years. 15 years. Uh, that doesn't seem like very much. Does it? It doesn't. Well, I don't know. It does. It doesn't. It doesn't. My Uh, perception of 15 years is not what it used to be. No, no. Neither is mine. It's going to go too quick, and I don't like it. No, sir, I don't. (laughs) Well, we'll celebrate it then. We'll get to the big 6'9", and we'll laugh and say nice. Buddy who was born in 69 is turning 69 this year. Yep. And the whole chat will go, nice. Nice. Uh, All right. Thank you for the text, Steve. 801-471-0462. Uh, we got another one. That's, uh, it begs the question, did we do this? Good morning, Sco <laughs> and Bry. When Uline catalogs were first mentioned on the show, I made uh-huh. one comment about them. Two days later, I got one in the, e- uh, one in the mail. <laughs> I hadn't got one of those in the previous 10 years. So he thinks maybe our <laughs> evocation of all things Uline brought him a catalog. What do you think it's kind of kinda like we, you know, we cause uh, celebrity deaths because we talked about them. We also cause uh, receiving the Uline catalog. Mm-hmm. Now he says he made one comment about them. Did he make them? It depends on where he made that comment. Did he make that comment to Uline, or did he make that comment oh, yeah. in chat or in Discord or via text or, or whatever to his mailman as he drove by? Like, yeah, exactly. The mailman said, "Oh, I got a Uline catalog for you. <laughs> I've always got three or four here in the car." Just in case, <laughs> prop my prop myself up on the chair with that, them. That's right. They do pretty good at holding my weight. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know, dude. I, I I will say this sometimes. You know that celebrity death thing that we get nailed for sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Um, yesterday, I was. It, it hit me that I there was some article about Lieutenant Dan, the character. Oh yeah. And yeah, I Gary. went, I haven't seen Gary Sinise forever. Like, where's Gary Sinise right. been? And a little part of my brain went. Don't be talking about the guy, right? Now. You know, I uh, I mentioned Gary Sinise in the uh, the the New Year's Eve trivia questions. Oh, did that come up there? Yeah, I talked about Gary. Or I talked about Lieutenant Dan because uh, Gary Sinise. Oh, maybe that's know, what made Forrest me think Gump, of it. He says, uh, "Forrest, the day you become a shrimp boat captain, I'm going to be an astronaut." That's and right. The next year, he was an ass, almost an astronaut in Apollo 13. That's right. No, that's uh, uh, that's probably what spawned it because I couldn't, I don't, I could not remember exactly where I was thinking of Gary Sinise at all from. Like, why would he pop into my head? That must have been it. But yeah. I haven't seen him forever, and I don't know what's going on there. I'm sure someone said he's really active on Reddit, which is a weird thing to hear. Huh. Uh, but I, what what Gary Sinise movies have been? Yeah, let's you know? see. He was in a TV show called Thirteen Reasons Why. For ten episodes right. uh, in 2020, okay, he was uh, in two movies in 2020. I still believe in Joe Bell, okay, but um, nothing oh. since Joe Bell. Joe Bell. What was Joe Bell? Joe Bell. Is that a movie or a TV thing? That's a Joe. That's a movie. Okay. Oh, here we uh, go. A 2020 American biographical drama road film directed by Reynaldo Marcus Green. Ah, uh, with your Mark Wahlberg, your Reed Miller, That's and right. everyone's oh, favorite Connie, Connie Britton. Britton. Yeah, yeah, like her. Like her a lot. All right, yeah. well, then he's fine. I guess I just haven't seen movies he's in. That's fine. Yeah. I don't yeah. need to see them all. <laughs> 
I just like the guy. I uh, just hope he's okay. He's uh, yeah. Is he 68. all right? Oh man, too bad he wasn't born in '69. Wait, if he's '68, right. that makes him. Let me do the math. He was born in '55. '55. Oh, I don't know. I closed the tab, oh. but I'll. I'll uh, oops. Right. What did I just do? Oh uh, no. Oh no, you, I, oh no. You've destroyed your entire desktop. As oh, I, I, I've changed the. Uh, I've unedited the last song. Uh, line in our deal. He oh. was born in uh, correct, 55. Oh my gosh, look at the math on me today. Amazing. Yes, impressive. Uh, write this day down, everybody. You'll never forget it. Alright, we're going to do some news <laughs> and it'll be fun, so here you go. It's time for the news brought to you by Brought to you by no Coverville today, but there will be, the plan is there will be a Guess the Connection tomorrow morning. And you guys have had three weeks to work on that Guess the Connection, so I uh, hope we have a winner. I don't know, but uh, we'll find out tomorrow morning. And there will be a new game and a new prize issued tomorrow. That's Guess the Connection at twitch.tv slash Coverville at 9 a.m. Mountain Time. Would that be a digital prize or a physical prize? A physical prize. Oh, my. Yes. That's exciting. This is how I get rid of a lot of the things that aren't quite aren't quite up to, like, get rid of it on eBay level or it's too big and I've got to take it to, like, GameStop, but uh, small enough that I can throw two or three things in an envelope and a padded envelope and somebody will be really happy with them. Yeah, it is great getting rid of stuff like that. I'm trying to organize all my stuff into piles of this is definitely leaving, this is maybe leaving, this I should sell. And then I get distracted and play shapes instead. That's how things go for me. <laughs> That's the problem. Well, yeah. it was for me, it was uh, Disney Dreamlight Valley for a long time. Oh, yeah. Uh, all right, let's talk about this uh, this Tesla robot. Now, some people have assumed they meant the new one. They're making like a humanoid robot over there at Tesla. That's not what this is. This is a car, one of the robots, like you'd see in any car manufacturing plant. Uh, okay, like an assembly line. Looks like the the robots that Tony Stark makes that help him uh, hold stuff while he welds yeah. it. Yeah, great big arms and pinchers and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's exactly right. So here's what happened. Uh the, a robot at Tesla allegedly attacked an engineer. I don't know why they got to use language like it's a human. It's so stupid. Sure. Whatever. Uh, stabbing its metal claws into his back and arm and leaving a trail of blood on the machinery, according to a 2021 injury report. So this is actually an a older Oh, wow. Incident. Yeah. Just came to, uh, to light. The resurfaced. Unsealed. The, yeah. the Tesla robot documents have finally been unsealed. That's right. You've been excited for Epstein's uh, island list. Guess what we got now? Yeah. We got this. Yeah. Um, it says here, let's see, where is it? The resurfaced incident comes amid new concerns over automated technology and reports of injuries in Tesla's factories have been uh, allegedly swept under the rug. Uh, the 2020 report, 2021 report said that the worker was given no time off work despite eyewitness accounts saying the engineer was severely injured. Uh, quote, we've had multiple workers who were injured and one worker who died whose injuries or death were, uh, are not in those reports that Tesla is supposed to be accurately completing and submitting to the county in order to get tax incentives. Wait, you have to do that just to get tax incentives? I guess that's really shouldn't, interesting. Shouldn't like, you have to report deaths for a, a whole bunch of other legal reasons? <laughs> right. Uh, well, I guess we have to put these deaths. Nothing. Nothing certain in life except death and taxes, and apparently they both go on the same form. Yeah. No kidding. I'm trying to imagine anything scarier than the the robot that works next to you welding a car together, just suddenly lurching to the well, left and, and stabbing you in and the back. See, that's the question. Like the uh, so, you know allegedly attacked an engineer. Those things, they, there's no AI program, <laughs> no. as far as I know, 
programmed right. into uh, robotic arms and assembly lines. There's a very good chance that Joe Doofus, and I hate speaking ill of the injured, yeah. the trail of blood, Joe Doofus, yeah. just probably uh, didn't didn't stay a, uh, a required distance away from the arm, and the arm was doing its usual thing and mm-hmm. went. Yeah. Right through. Yeah. My Joe guess Doofus is it didn't it didn't suddenly become sentient and, and decide to rebel against the humans. This article right, exactly. would like you to think that. But this article right. is smoking the right. crack. Uh yeah. yeah. Well, we hope he healed up after that. I guess he's had a couple years now, so uh, and, and let's uh, you know, let's do the, the real quick thing before all these names come out in the uh, the Epstein thing. Uh I'm gonna sit the over over underline of uh former presidents at two. Do you want I, to take the over or the under on that? Um, thing is, I think it's exactly two. <laughs> How does one bet when you know when you're so sure about that? Like in a sports situation, do you do the over? Uh, or the, like you can't. What? No. So then, yeah. So you, you basically would be a push if if it turns out to be two, and you bet the over or the under. If it does turn out to be exactly two, then. Uh, Oh, crap. Uh, so we could say 1.5 is yeah, what I'll, use, Travis? I'll yeah, do that. Okay. Yeah, 1.5. I'll take the over? I'll take I'll take the half, the 0.5 president. Yeah. Um, yeah, cuz I'm 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 virtually positive that uh yeah. Clinton and Trump Clinton have been and there. Trump, yeah, 100%. Much. I don't think yeah. Bush knows shit about it, and I know that current guys <laughs> so I'm sorry, but he just didn't know, and neither no, did anybody sorry. else. It's so uh, it's these two chuckleheads. Oh, come on. I never got an invitation. <laughs> I never got asked. Come on, man. Got asked. Come on. How come we never got asked? <laughs> Is it because I was we only should've... vice president then? Come on. Should have gotten an invitation. Come on. <laughs> uh, all right. Where was I? Oh, let's do this story. Okay. Uh, and yeah, by the way, so that thing, that list hits, right? And I thought I would hear almost immediately as soon yeah. as somebody had time to comb through it. There are plenty of yeah. fake lists out there. There have been those for a year. Like, they, they already, forget about those. But this thing, I, I thought they would disseminate it and have a whole list so we could just easily, without me having to go crawl through 400 PDFs myself. Right, right. Have a distinct, give me a top 10. I can't, I don't imagine that it's just a spreadsheet. I think somebody does have to go through and parse the list and actually put the names yeah, from the list into a into a spreadsheet, right? Yeah, I think so. I would, I would assume so. The documents are so it's thirty four <laughs> uh, thirty four gigabytes of data. Yeah, uh, if you want to download it, but I don't want to go through that. You know? Yeah, I mean, people in the chat are telling us that the list is already out, um, but I I I haven't seen it yet. I haven't found. I mean, I know the list was unsealed. I know it's out, but I haven't seen a list list. Oh yeah, it came out that, yesterday. Uh, so I have I have a link to the actual documents. I just want someone from a But it's but it's right, but it's not just a clear. I want just a clear list. Yeah, I want a I want a trusted source to go through the documents so I don't have to. <laughs> yeah. Right. Which feels exactly. like some media's exactly. job to do. So do that, make it accurate, yeah. give me some transparency yeah. so I know that you didn't fiddle with it or you don't have a bias in it and let's just see what That's you right. got. I want to see it. Someone in the chat room is saying I'll send you the TikTok. No, I don't want a TikTok. I want a list. No, I want send a list. A, send me a Google Doc, not a TikTok. If the TikTok has an actual list, fine, but how are you going to prove that? You know? Yeah, right. So, yeah, give me give me something concrete. I just want to know. I want to know. I want to know who went over there. Mm-hmm. I want to know who went cuz some I, here's here's the truth of it whether we like it or not. Whether some people's biases like it or not, some people went over there just 
had no idea, did nothing while they were there and came home. Went because they're billionaires on this thing. I got invited. I'm going. It wasn't a sex party every single trip. So those people, I feel really bad for anyone who's like that. And I don't know who they are because I have no idea. What I need is a list that says these people went there and went there specifically because they were taking part in underage sex parties. And we have proof. And here's the proof. That's what I want. So I know the right people to A, shun, and B, uh, (laughs) not support in any way. You know what I mean? Right, right. Make it easy for us, the American public. Yeah, or international, because uh, you got Prince William, or Prince uh, Andrew, not William. Sorry, William. <laughs> You're fine, buddy. You're good. As yeah, far as Prince I know, Prince Andrew. But also, according to the list that uh, the Al Jazeera list that Dr. Calhoun sent over, Michael Jackson, Stephen Hawking, and uh, David Copperfield. Yeah, yeah. The Hawking one's making the joke rounds right now, for obvious reasons. Sure, of course. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I, I'm trying to not be in this salacious part of this i just sure, kind of want sure. some a little bit of closure on it it's like i'm sick of this damn list existing in in the vapor now we have it so what is it let's just be done yeah let's just get it yeah. over with pull off that band-aid i know there's a lot of really influential uh, high money people involved i understand that f that if they're pedophiles freaking out them i don't care yeah do it put them in right. jail every damn one of them i don't care who they're affiliated with i don't care who they <laughs> vote for i don't care who they are or what they are they should all go to jail if you've got the proof. Also, right. that's the thing is the you know seeing somebody seeing Michael Jackson at a party is one thing, knowing that he participated in any sort of uh, underage uh, activity at one of Epstein's parties is a totally different thing. Maybe different example. Uh, David Copperfield. Yeah. Oh, is he on that list? David Copperfield. David Copperfield. Yeah. Yeah. Copperfield. <laughs> David Copperfield. <laughs> he went, but he made the orgy disappear. They didn't. They never asked them. <laughs> That's back. right. Exactly. I bet. I bet he made a lot of women disappear by saying, "Hi, I'm David Copperfield." Yeah. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> okay. Yeah. See. <laughs> That's one of the dar- darkest tricks he ever plays. It's just introducing himself to women. Exactly. Yes. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. This episode of The Morning Stream is brought to you by Scent Air. It's the luxury home fragrance trusted by pros. Why don't you go to scentair.com and use the promo code STREAM to get an extra 25% off your order. Scent Air diffusers are sleek and fill your space with vivid fragrance for up to 300 hours. Boy, my office could use this. The Scent Air app lets you schedule your fragrance and control your intensity right from your phone. All of Scent Air's more than 60 fragrances are phthalate-free, cruelty-free, safe for families, and EcoValdis certified sustainable. Have a room that needs a little extra scent attention? Well, Scent Air is here for you. Once again, try the luxury home fragrance trusted by pros everywhere by going to scentair.com and using the promo code STREAM, that's S-T-R-E-A-M, for up to 25% off your order. Um, all right, here is a story for you. Yes. Four, four men are charged. We promise this is not a continuation of... Uh, the whole bet on two presidents thing, or one of them owns a gold toilet. 
totally unrelated. But four men charged over the theft of a six million dollar. Although this says six dollar men, they mean million. It was MLN. Oh, is that an L? That's, ML, that's an L. Yeah. No. I hate how. Yeah, close. I haven't seen. I haven't seen abbreviation for million MLN like that. Yeah, that's why. It th- I think that's yeah. why it threw me. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's a weird way it to do be it. A capital anyway. M, right? Six capital M is, if, is your is your appropriate abbreviation for a million. Yeah, if it were me, I would do that. Yeah. These people, yeah. who knows what they're thinking? But anyway, it was a six million dollar gold toilet from an English palace. Ooh, Ooh fancy. Uh, four men have been charged over the theft of an 18-karat golden toilet from a palace in southern England where it was kept as an art exhibit before being stolen in an early morning heist in 2019, according to prosecutors. The uh, fully functional toilet, valued at 4.8 million pounds, that's $5.9 million. That must just be the gold and that's it, right? Like yeah. That's the value? Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, certainly not the uh, the wax ring is not, uh, is not part, was not taken into the calculation. No, they didn't think of that part. <laughs> the plunger, the ball cock, not, <laughs> I love not included, not yeah. included in the uh, the calculation there. I love the term ball cock. Yeah, we talked about this golden toilet uh, before on this show when it was put in. Into yeah, this, uh, I think so, didn't we? Years ago. Yeah. Well, yeah. I guess 2019 or so, something like that. Uh, it says was part of this exhibit. Blah blah blah. An Italian conceptual artist. Boy, it's an artist with a lot of grant money. Uh, Britain's Crown Prosecution Service of the CPS said James Sheen, age 39, was charged uh, with one court count rather of burglary and two counts relating to the transfer of criminal criminal property, that being the toilet. Three others, Michael Jones, Fred Doe. These sound like fake names. That sounds like a fake name. Fred Doe. Fred Doe. Like, is your brother's name John? Like, what's going on, Mr. Doe? Exactly. Uh, yeah. Bora Kakuk. Or Gaguk. Gukuk. I bought one of those at Ikea a couple days ago, actually. Still, I uh, still need to put it together. but uh, Well, they still make you assemble those. That's a bummer. The they bor- do, yeah. The if, you, if you go and get a Borgakuk there, then uh, unless that's a soft G, Borgakuk. <laughs> oh, I like that even better. Borgakuk. Borgakuk. That's even a better. Uh, that's a better name for IKEA. It's a better IKEA IKEA furniture. Uh, those guys, it's a dresser. Those people all got a charge as well. Police said that uh, at the time of the theft, burglars broke into the palace with two vehicles and took the toilet sometime between or before five a.m. That's right before you need it. Um, it was not immediately clear if the toilet named America. Oh, really? Uh-huh. Oh, really? Yeah. Gold toilet named America. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Sounds sounds suspiciously like it's uh trying to be poking fun at yeah. uh Yeah. Seems like maybe you're using your art to poke us in the eye a little bit there. Yeah, a little bit. Mm. Surprised the toilet isn't holding a gun and eating a cheeseburger. That's right. By the way, this palace, it's called Blenheim Palace. Yeah. Birthplace yeah. and ancestral home of British wartime leader Winston Churchill. Oh, nice. Great. Yeah. Uh, let's see. It was saddened by the loss of the toilet, says the uh, place, <laughs> which uh, also had been on display previously at New York's Guggenheim Museum. So we've seen it here on the state in the states. Yeah, and, and here it's it was called, called America. Then too, it right. was called Britain here. No, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how they did it. Uh, that's a fun story. Here's a story that'll warm your heart, Brian. Sure. sure. Uh, not that you need it. You've had a low grade fever. You don't need warming. You need cooling. <laughs> 
13-year-old. Get cool. I'm not fooling. <laughs> Third, see, this is how you know Brian's getting better. He hears songs and things. This is how you know. Exactly. That's that's when I cross the 80% line. Then it's like, oh, Brian immediately goes into song when he hears a, a few words. Yep, and a measly 20% is all you got left. You're, you, you're going to have that by tomorrow, I think. Anyway, right. a 13-year-old, this is a, super uh, cute, this story, becomes the first person to beat Tetris on the NES. So this is the old NES version of Tetris. I'm going to remind people before I say anything else about this story, because people forget this, the original version of Tetris on Game Boy and NES and maybe a couple of other uh, iterations before they changed this did not have the reserve piece functionality. So right. yeah, all... you couldn't see the next. Oh, so th- that's different than being able to see what the next piece is, the reserve piece, like like being able to say, ooh, I'm going to put this piece over here. Give me the next one. Yeah, like if you yeah. you see a long one, but you don't need it yet, and you're like, well, I'm going to put that in reserve until I need it. There's a Jamie. mechanic for that. <laughs> Jamie, yeah, use that one, Jamie. Um, but you, you, and then you can pull it out later when, when you need it, right? Did, so, did I have a fever dream or did, did you and Bobby talk about this with Tom yesterday or is that a different thing? No, this is the same one we talked about. It. Okay. This okay. is just more detail. We had very little to okay. go off yesterday, but here's the deal. The, pa- gotcha. the classic puzzle game Tetris has been around for over three decades. We know this. There's a kill screen in the game. This kid hits the kill screen and the entire internet loses their mind. But here's the fun bit. It was considered to be unbeatable until this kid did it. Really? And now, now there are, I don't know how many, maybe hundreds of people now making Mm. the attempt to beat his score. Because if he can do it in whatever it was, 29 minutes. Oh, so it's the speed. So basically, obviously you can't. Once you get to the kill screen, game over. You right. can't go further than that, so it's really just a matter of getting to the kill screen faster. Yeah, and now now it's like raw meat to these speedrunner people. They love this stuff. Yeah, and of so I watched a bunch of this yesterday. <laughs> really? Oh yeah, it was great. It's so it's it's really actually pretty fun rabbit hole to go down. It's a good community, like sure. a really um, supportive community. So when somebody's about to break some big record, the others trying to break the same record don't get catty. They actually like. Root, root on whoever's going to get the new oh, record. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, see, that's that's good. Yeah, yeah I like it a lot. It would be um, that would be a fun imagine. reality show. By the way, can you imagine a reality show based around speed running? I would watch the hell out of that. Yeah, I think I would watch that too, like a reality competition. Yeah. Um, I did have to watch the new Rob Lowe game show uh, while I was sick. Basically, I'm laying I'm laying there on the couch, like trying to figure out what I'm going to watch to to fall asleep. Ended up watching Logan, which didn't help. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, that's the kind of movie you want to watch. I've seen this enough times that that I could probably fall asleep while I watch it. Yeah, but didn't. But um, Rob Lowe's new game show, the premise, pretty pretty dang cool. But of course, it's a primetime game show, so it's loaded with. Will they did it? Find out after the break. Mm. But um, it's uh, they've got a giant floor. The game I believe is called The Floor because games now have to, game shows have to be the blank. Mm. Yeah, I've noticed right. that. The wall is the floor, and he's he's single hosting this, right? It's just him up there, single hosting yeah. this. And the game, the premise is this uh, floor is divided by is divided into a hundred squares, a little grid, and it's a it's a you know LED floor, like it's massive, and it's got LED uh, underneath it. They have a hundred people. They everyone gets a square, and in their square it says when they signed up what their area of expertise was. So this person's is barbecue, and this person's is dogs, and this person's is sci-fi movies, right? So everybody's in their little grid in their little square with their one, their one uh, subject that they picked when they when they signed up for the show. Mm. Uh, somebody's picked at random, 
and they immediately have to choose one of the four people uh, connected to them ordinally, no diagonal, just uh, mm. uh, orthogonally, I should say, uh, orthogonally connected to them and challenge them at their area of expertise. So if if Bill is sitting there uh, on his barbecue space and he picks uh, Joe, who's next to him with dogs, he has to answer questions about dogs. Mm. And this is and, uh, these are these real categories barbecue dogs that kind of stuff yeah okay. yeah these are real categories all right so they have to go back and forth and in the case of dogs they're they're basically going back and forth with a, a video screen that shows them a dog breed a, a photo of a dog and they have to identify the breed uh, beagle a uh, basset hound da, da, da. and they go back and forth uh, whoever wins absorbs the square and the person whose square got absorbed is out and now that person you know, basically has a few more extra squares that are tangent to their own square and kind of uh, take over the territory. It's 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 a very clever concept. If it wasn't so game showy, I'd yeah. love watching this. Yeah, but uh, I like the concept too. Everything you described sounds like fun. That seems like a fun. So is it? But uh, winners determined by also who has the most squares, or the, those disappear? If yes, you, if you're kicked. No, no. When you basically it's territory. Yeah. So I mean, as you absorb squares, you'll take over more and more of this board. And if you say, you know what, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go back to my territory. Like they win a game, you've got the choice of continuing to challenge people, or go back to your territory. So you, uh, uh, you go back, and then they randomly pick another person. Well, if they're attached tangentially to you, they can challenge you, and you might have the category now of the person you ousted instead of oh, your own category. So if, if dude who had dogs won. Yeah. He would absorb barbecue, and that would be his category, which is a category that he did not. Uh, he didn't sign up for. Uh, he doesn't want that. He didn't sign up for. So yeah. that that part of it's kind of interesting, but uh, that sounds all right as a as a core it, concept. I like it. It's a very clever core concept. Yeah, hmm. but uh, little too uh, little too he, network. He had TV. Somebody somebody who claimed that their specialty was books, and <laughs> right. so it showed them book covers. Yeah, and removed one word from it. Right, so it's like. Uh, blank shades of gray 50 okay good and it gets to the blank of wrath and he goes book <laughs> book like, your specialty is books yeah I feel and like you think even the, uh, I know it's grapes of wrath you dummy yeah that's, exactly that's funny uh, I that sounds like a fun um, oh you'd need the grid I guess but you could do this on a board it's probably a board game thing you don't need a yeah, grid yeah or a um, I think it would actually be a fun uh, multiplayer online kind of game mm. yeah like a like a I don't know the kind of stuff we do on play date would be really fun with something we could do yeah oh this. yeah yeah exactly like you know get get 25 players a 5 by 5 grid and then do the trivia questions that way oh I would cool. I would do that in a heartbeat that sounds like yeah, fun and I don't need Rob Lowe to do it okay I don't need, don't need uh, perennially uh, handsome Rob Lowe to, to accomplish any of that. No, you can get it done without him. Uh, well, anyway, congrats to that kid. I think that's awesome. And uh, yeah. now the world is all trying to beat it, even though the record prior to this was kind of stagnant. Nobody was going after it. That's the way this I'm stuff sure. works. Well, yeah, exactly. It's Somebody's going to say, I've got the... Uh, the 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 best record on Toe Jam and Earl. Mm -hmm. Try and beat that, folks. And yeah. Then all of a sudden. Yeah. Know, suddenly, suddenly it goes crazy. It's funny. I watched a online documentary on YouTube by this guy. I actually don't want to spoil his role in all of it because there's a there's a point to his role in it. But go look for look for just search uh, YouTube for documentary 
uh, space. What, what? How would I put it? Uh, I guess Punch Out. Just Punch Out. Because it's the original okay. NES Punch Out. Okay, and, it's about the game Punch Out. Gotcha. And the records around. Oh my it God! Is running. the real Glass Joe? It's I'm the, actually the real Glass Joe. I'm Glass Joe. Look at my horrible glass features. No, it's not. My, my jaw easily breakable. Although Joe Glass Joe, the character plays a huge role in speedrunning that game. Uh, oh, you, really? How you okay. beat him matters a lot. Anyway, I learned a lot. It's like things like two hours long, and I thought I was going to be bored. I was actually riveted by it. And it basically just talks about this 10-year-old stale record in NES Mike Tyson's Punch-Out. And then the sudden freak-out that it caused when someone figured out just one slightly new way to shave like a second off the time. Yeah. And then this mad dash for everybody to try to beat it. And then who ultimately did. And all. It's, it, was, it was so, I was so into it. I couldn't turn it off. Huh. Interesting. Anyway. I'll have to look for it. Okay, Punch-Out. I'll never be a speedrunner, but I sure enjoy, you know, seeing it. It's really cool. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's a fascinating competition thing, and it just feels like I ain't got time for that. I ain't got time to play something as quickly as possible. Yeah. Uh, when there are all sorts of new things that I want to finish as as enjoyably as possible. Yeah. But look at these kids, right? You got the 13 year old uh, Tetris player. You got the 16 year old darts kid, the phenom in uh, in the UK. Is he really the- 16? Have you seen that kid? I have seen that, quote unquote. I've seen that kid. He looks yeah. thirty six. He does. Oh, no doubt. Like he's got a better. He's got better facial hair than. Uh... <laughs> I saw that. And just went. No way. That kid's sixteen. It, it felt like somebody yeah. was wearing a a kid suit, saying, "Hello, fellow teens. I'm here yeah, to throw darts." Right. right. <laughs> that was weird. I imagine they have to vet him, obviously, and make sure that he really is. If he's especially if he's going to be playing in a junior league, but. Uh, I want to see an interview with him. The the uh, Lester Holt story that I saw about it, they didn't have an interview with him, but I want to see him like, you know, stepping up with his beard and go, yeah, well, um, so I've been playing darts since uh, I was about eight. And with I that, just got my that. license and now I can drive anywhere I want and play darts. Can't wait till I'm able to drink. <laughs> when I'm 21, I'll look 55. Um, well, anyway... Yeah, kids are all right, you know? Kids are all right. Yeah, the bottom line, what we learned today is kids are all right. The kids are going to be okay. They're beating records, having fun. I don't know. That's right. All, all us olds die, they'll they'll be fine. Uh, <laughs> all right. Children of our future, it turns out. It turns out they are. Uh, yeah. The man arrested after opening heroin, cocaine, and meth store in Canada. Oh, <laughs> fantastic. Yeah, this is no good. Vancouver man was uh, opening a store. It's called an Arby's. <laughs> That'd be great if they just converted a commonplace. <laughs> anyway, this dude has heroin, meth, cocaine, MDNA, M- sorry, MDMA, and arrested less than 24 hours after launching his little business. Duh. Uh, yeah. Jer- Jerry Martin is his name. That sounds great to be named Jerry Martin opening a Jerry drug store. Jerry Martin. Yeah. Uh, it is a mobile shop called The Drugs Store. In downtown East Side Wednesday, so this is a like a thing you can move around different neighborhoods. A pop up shop, basically. Yeah, is what it sounds like. Yeah. This is a neighborhood uh, that has been ravaged by the overdose epidemic. He said he wanted to give people a safe supply of drugs that have been tested to ensure they don't contain fentanyl. Uh, except for except for the container of fentanyl. Yeah, except for the fentanyl, buy. which you can also yeah. buy through this guy's mobile yeah. mobile home, which is uh, laced with sweet and low. Right. <laughs> oh no! Then forget it. I'm out. <laughs> I don't want that. Uh, let's see. They said, uh, okay, see, so police said that they started gathering evidence after the suspect started selling cocaine, crack, and methamphetamine and heroin out of the back of a mobile trailer. 
Uh, we support measures aimed at improving public safety for people who use drugs, including harm reduction services and discrimination or decriminalization. Sorry. Uh, said someone in a press release. However, we uh, remain committed to our position that drug trafficking will continue to be the subject of enforcement. Mm. So get out of there, dude, with your pop-up. With the drugs store. The drugs store. With your food truck uh, for drugs. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I kind of understand the thinking. He's capitalizing on this idea that if you provide drugs safely, you're going to have less problems. Yeah, I mean, there's there's measures in a lot of cities to have safe uh, using zones, like where you can you can go and take your drugs with a somebody there to make sure that you don't overdose. And if you do overdose, there's a doctor on standby that will will help you. Right. Um, Right. Very controversial. Those places, by the way, people are like. Just tell them yeah. to quit taking drugs. That's the answer. Quit exactly. taking them drugs. I don't understand addiction at all. So I say, take away their drugs. <laughs> I don't know why he has that voice. Sorry to everybody. Else. I don't. I don't either. But uh, he definitely disapproves. Whoever that. Whoever that guy is. Yeah. Whoever that loser is. Uh, that is it for your news. And today, because it's a short day, that is it for your show. All right. I have an uh, interview wow. I have to do. I know it's short, sweet, wow. to the point. No Wendy today. You'll have to get your therapy another way until next Thursday. That's everyone. right. Yeah. Including Real me. I, I, yeah. I often meet Brian and I have to give our life examples to her. We're going to miss out too, you know? Yeah. She'll yeah. say, she'll say something like, have either of you, uh, have dreams. Brian, let's talk about a time when you, uh, uh, did the, uh, sold drugs out of a, out of a food truck. Yeah. How did that make you feel? How did that make you feel? Exactly. Yeah. Well, we'll find out next week when Wendy returns here on the show for her first appearance of 2024. Uh, that is going to do it for us, but we got a lot of stuff coming up, so I would like to point your squinties to CORE tonight at 4 p.m. That's right, 4 p.m. Mountain Time. Uh, there will be an episode of CORE with myself, Bo, and John, a uh, big weekly roundup of all things video games. If you are interested in being there live, it's at 4 p.m. right here at frogpants.tv, or you can get the podcast later. Uh, no Coverville today, but Brian did mention uh, tomorrow 9 a.m. he'll be doing Guess the Connection. Correct. And uh, you should probably yeah. want to check that out. Win some prizes. That's right. Yeah. Twitch.tv slash Coverville. <laughs> and then right. Uh, right after that, Couch Party. Yeah. What if we did another Couch Party? Let's do it. Couch Party, uh, 10 a.m., so about an hour after that. And we will be watching the remainder of what's left of the first season of What If. Correct. And then yeah. uh, we'll probably do a break from that for a while and sneak something else in. For we'll sure. see. For sure, yeah, because I, I just finished watching season two of What If, so I'm not ready to to do that again somebody suggested real genius and oh uh, the val kilmer thing movie? yeah yeah i, I do that and suggested sure. real genius why not people uh, well, heck yeah i love that movie i don't remember the last time i saw it i don't I have so oh, few i remember him i don't being, even know if it's uh he's like a cocky good-looking science guy in college or something. correct yes and that's all i remember and he's helping his buddy mitch who's uh also smart but unlucky in love mm. and uh um, Biocast says, or what about the Goonies? I feel like that's a, we got to let TV's Travis weigh on that one because that does feel like a perfect weight you haven't seen to do with Scott. Yeah, the fact the that I've never seen the Goonies requires more, I think more, you know? Yeah. Because if to, I still, to, I don't know why I've never seen it. I don't know what my deal is. I own this thing, two yeah. copies of it on various media. Hilarious. Yeah. yeah. Don't know why. It's good. It's yeah. good. It's, uh, you know, it's a, a sweet story about a kid who lives in the Northwest who's about to get evicted. Oh. oh. Well, I can't wait for... An Astoria? Is it an Astoria? I think it takes place in Astoria. Twin Peaks 3. 
the record. <laughs> That's right. Uh, all right. Well, that yeah, is. Uh, oh, who else did we forget? Oh, film sack this weekend. We're doing Throw Mama from That's the right. Train. So uh, correct. Come yeah. see if Owen doesn't really have a friend. You'll find out this weekend. <laughs> find out if Owen really doesn't have a friend. That's right. And tomorrow afternoon at one thirty p.m. Play retro with me and Brian Dunaway. I forget what we're doing. Crap. What are we doing? Oh. Um, uh, um, ah, speed running, there. Toe Jam, and Earl. You what, heard it here first. What was that? Spy Hunter. Jeez. Oh, nice. Awesome. The Peter Gunn theme. That's how I have to yeah. remember the name Spy Hunter. So we're doing Spy Hunter, one of the uh, quarter-sucking machines of of our childhood. And uh, we'll decide whether that stuff holds up or not tomorrow at 1.30. That is it for today. Cool. Except so for a song. Stuff. Brian, you got a little song uh, that you worked on or I wrote do, yourself yeah. and sang? And every, oh, none, I wrote, none of that? I wrote okay. it myself and performed it with this voice. Yeah. L- lucky you. Oh. Yeah. I don't know how I'm going to do that for Film Sack. I'm going to have to pick a song with a low register. A little mm-hmm. very white. Yeah. You can't get enough of your mama, babe. Uh, James, a.k.a. Slash Blank, in the chat and Discord, said, uh, Hey, bright and sunny. January 4th will be my 20-year wedding anniversary to my beautiful wife and my beautiful home and my beautiful car. Uh, I'm not sure how we made it this far, but we did. We met when I asked her to swing dance at a party in college. We slow danced to Fade Into You by Mazzy Star, and I knew she was the one. If you can find us something fun to dance to, I would love that. Here's to another 20-plus. Love the show, though. James. Oh, That's awesome. Congratulations. 20 is no small feat. No, no, that's very good. Uh, so, James, yeah, the uh, that, that's it's such a great song. Mezzy stars fade into you. And last year, um, a new artist that that I've just recently uh, discovered for myself, and I'm not sure uh, other people have found her um, uh, found her as well. But uh, her one of her songs also made it into the Coverville Countdown. I love her voice. She's got a very unique voice and a unique style of of singing that just draws me in. Her name is Valerie June. And uh, uh, on her album Undercover from last year, she included this cover of uh, Mezzy Star's Fade Into You. Hope you all like it. Hope you all like her voice. Some of you might. Some of you might not. I don't care. I'm playing it. Here's (laughs) Here's Fade Into You by Valerie June. See you guys on Monday.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. 
Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.